And welcome to another edition of the Power of Fitness with Jack Nunn on the Talk Show Radio Network. Welcome back uh, to the show. Hey, Jack, how's it going, man? Good, how are you? Good, 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 good. We're doing another phone in. Uh, you're a busy man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I, uh, I I work in the south, or I live in the south, and I work in Long Beach. So it's kind of a, it's it's not by choice. However, I love Long Beach, but uh, I I grew up training in Long Beach since I was uh, a teenager, and um, it just happened to be that I landed there with the uh, rowing, obviously because the boathouse, um, Marine Stadium, yeah, and uh, with the warehouse. So ended up uh, starting a powerhouse fitness there, and. Um, I've been there for four, four almost five years now. I, so, I figure you're probably yeah, still recuperating yeah. from last night's Kings win too. Yeah, <laughs> that was very emotional. That was amazing. Uh, great. Uh, I grew up a hockey player and Kings fan, and the hard years, but the tough years. And I actually, had a friend of mine, a best friend of mine, actually on uh, Facebook today, that was like that's posted go kings yes go kings and i go and i posted back i said bandwagon uh i invited i invited you to about 20 games over the last couple years and you declined to go bandwagon <laughs> <laughs> like what you know you're not a fan you know he's like hey now hey now i totally called him out and uh it was it was great um because you know i mean for all the true Kings fans out there, there's a lot of Ducks fans too. And hey, I, I have to admit, I, I definitely joined in on the fun when the Ducks won. I thought it was great to bring it here in California, uh, first time in, in Southern California. And um, I was rooting for them at that time, time too. They had a, great, a lot of great players. They still do. Uh, but my heart is with the Kings. And uh, so it's, you know, and also to have the Ducks win before the Kings is kind of embarrassing too. <laughs> you know, it's, 45 years versus 15 years or so. Um, so, but, but it's great to see them carry through. And I know there's a lot of fans, a lot of support. So, um, yeah. and, uh, actually that brings up a good point on, uh, nutrition. Actually, I, I am friends with uh, some trainers that actually train the Kings, um, and their wives. And so I, I asked, um, one of the trainers, I said, well, what's the main thing that they say? What's, what's the best word of advice that they have? And they said, you know, it's all nutrition. They said, you know, this talk about 70% um, training and 30% nutrition or 70% nutrition, whatever it is, the percentages, yeah. it's basically, they said it's, it's 100% nutrition. That's what these Kings uh, trainers are saying, you know, to the players now. They're, they're saying, you got to eat 100% well you know, and also train well, but you have to eat well, you know, and so they're on board with the whole nutrition thing. So I, I think it's a good, uh, I mean, that, that comes from the top. The NHL, the hockey players are very, very physical and amazing shape. And uh, so they have to be on top of their game always. And besides that, getting pounded around. So, yeah. so I, thought, I thought that was interesting. Well, you know, you talk about uh, talk about nutrition and things like that. Um, one of the things, you know, summer's coming up and the Olympics are coming, and um, you know, you had mentioned it, and, and I kind of remember hearing a big story last last Olympics was uh, uh, Dara Torres, who I mean, she she started swimming competitively at fourteen, and she was still winning Olympic medals at the age of forty. 
Um, uh, what do you think? Uh, how do you think people achieve that type of longevity? Yeah, actually, you know, she was just featured on the cover of Health magazine. I actually picked up the magazine the other day, and I go, hmm, you know, that girl is pretty cute. Like, she's fit, but why her? You know, because she, you know, I was like, and then I read it more, and I go, oh, that's Dara Torres, wow. And she's 45, and I'm like, wow. And I was thinking, she's cute for being in her mid-20s, you know, whatever. And I, she's 45. You know, it's like, she'd be, you know, she could pass for 21. It's just, but that's, and she talks about all nutrition and, of course, her training, but she, they also talk about the top 12, I think, fat-burning foods, which I was, well, I knew about some of them, but I've been living it and feeling good, actually, eating these foods without really knowing the top 10 or top 12. Um, some of those top 12, which I found very interesting, um, uh, walnuts were one. Uh, obviously, fruits and vegetables, uh, high citrus fruit, and leafy, dark, leafy green vegetables, um, grains, nuts, um, fish, uh, avocado, and eggs, and also coffee was listed there, even though it's not a food, but um, sort of, I guess it grows on coffee bean, you know, but uh, coffee was one, and um, so, the, you know, it's interesting, uh, half of those things I do every day. So, and it definitely, I feel better and I, I tend to gravitate towards those foods that I, that I eat that I, when I feel better. So eggs mean like egg whites, not like, you know, added cheese or dairy, um, you know, what's that? Yeah, no, no, almost, no, no, almost, yeah. Luckily I'm not a huge fan of cheese or, or much of dairy, so it's, it's, it works in my favor, but but I thought that was interesting, and um, that that's a great. I thought that was a great read. Um, the June issue of uh, Health Magazine. She's on the cover, and of course, you know, uh, that's amazing to look like that, 45, and to still be competing at that level, and to attribute these things to nutrition and stuff. So it's it's a great. Um, it's 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 a great thing. So I mean, definitely, and all the you know the Olympics are coming up every four years. So um, and all these stories are coming out, and you know there's going to be a lot of talk about athletics. And I noticed that too over the summer because I have a, a friend of mine actually that's in the fitness industry. He he just asked me this morning. He's like, hey, are you noticing a drop off in your attendance you know, at Powerhouse Fitness? And I said, yeah, I am, and. The trend is is that during summer, of course, people take off, they take vacations, they take you know time off, but sometimes it's too much time. Right. And I want to tell everyone out there, you know, when you made your New Year's resolution, did you make that resolution for the whole year, or did you make it just for like part of the year and then decide to take summer off? Because, and I'm not trying to be, it's just frustrating because I see it every year and I see it. It's a trend that's every, no matter what. It's every year they start. People start off strong. They go January, February, March, and then they just fall off. And then they kind of come back in or out. And it's it's frustrating for me to see that because it's so much harder to do it that way than to just like kind of pace yourself, you know, once or twice a week, you know, get into a thing. But to go full bore and then to just stop. And then I know some. I know life happens. I know summer happens. But let's let's all be like try and be reminded through these Olympics, you know, these summer Olympics, that 
try and be inspired, you know, and and take that and know that this is a lifelong process or a life, it's a life need. You know, you need to eat, you need to sleep, you need to work out. And that can't be ignored. I mean, it can be, but only for so long. Right. You're going to end up, you know, um, with the chances are you're going to end up with more issues later, you know, and, and also you're going to have less energy. You're going to have more energy if you start working out, you know, it only takes 30 minutes a day and, and just try and stay on, um, some kind of, uh, you know, um, schedule and pace it out, right, right down your workouts. Um, you know, I'm training for an Ironman right now. I just started like, <laughs> I mean, I've been training, but I've just, I've just made the decision to start like yesterday, uh, <laughs> to go full bore because I have six months. So I did my first one in 2008, my second one in 2009. And then, of course, started the business, so I had to kind of focus on that. But my third one right now is going to be Cozumel in two th- this year, um, in November. It's going to be a full Ironman, and we'll see how everything holds up. I'm hoping for the best. I've, I've got some knee stuff and everything, but I'm going to do more low-impact stuff. But I'm starting farther out now to train harder and longer and um we'll see how that goes because i have a goal in mind for a time but and it's going to be hard to train during the summer and it's hard i've never really done that so the timing of this is weird but but uh i kind of feel like it's a challenge for myself to kind of try and inspire others through that as well and for us here at powerhouse fitness in long beach or wherever you are wherever you're listening you know use something plan an event you know Plan something a month months out and try to get jump started again in your training program, um, and also your nutrition program. You know, try and jump start that as well. And um, again, like I said, I mean the, the past shows I've always brought up Juice Plus, and I think that's just the easiest way to firsthand go about it um, to take Juice Plus. It's like a cheat, you know, like a cheat cheat. You know, I mean, you can really get all those servings every day in your system. So I think it's, I think it's, um, I mean, I think it's obvious to just do that and take that rather than ignore that. You know, I feel so much better when I'm on that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the the message is, is, and what Derek Torres talks about is, you know, live the life of, uh, good well-being, nutrition and exercise and try to be consistent. I mean, it's all about being consistent and, and don't try not to take the summers off. And, you know, you can kind of lay low, but always know that you have to kind of keep active and and um, you can do activities out there during the summertime and stay active, but try not to go out and siesta every day, you know, drinking and party, woo, you know. I mean, it's, it catches up quick. And, like, the older you get, the faster it catches up with you. So, um, you know. What, Go for, uh, yeah. What do you suggest? I mean, uh, the, uh, I was listening to one of the interviews yesterday after the, after the uh, Stanley Cup game, and uh, one of the players said, well, this is why we play nine months a year. You know, uh, most people don't have a, a, a job where their job is to uh, work out or perform at that level and intensity for nine months a year, and let alone, you know, we're talking about some type of training for 12 months. What, uh, what do you suggest for people to do to stay motivated like that, to, to, be, to not be able to easily just say, well, I'm going to take, you know, take the next 
four or five months off and then come back or something like that. What types of things did you do to, to remain motivated to continue to train when it wasn't your uh, profession? Um, you know, it's funny. All you have to do, I mean, the simplest thing to do, actually, uh, what gets me motivated sometimes if I'm feeling like, I don't know, bored, down or bored or something, uh, is to, well, first of all, get up out, out of your seat or out of bed and start walking around, try and get up, walk to, I don't know, breakfast or walk somewhere have some coffee, you know, wake up. <laughs> um, second thing, turn on the computer and go um, go to YouTube and just and type in, like, Prefontaine or type in, like, Rocky or type in uh, L.A. King Stanley Cup Journey to L.A. King Stanley Cup. I mean, those things, there's a lot of stuff on the Internet, uh, quotes, you know, stuff like that that can motivate you just right there and then. I mean, watching these people go through what they've been through. Um, I think, uh, what's the runner's name that, um, Lolo, Lolo Jones. Um, I, a lot of people forget she, if you remember, she hit a hurdle in 2008. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was it. That was it for her. And if you, there's video of that. And, um, I'm sure I haven't, I haven't YouTubed it or whatever, but there's video of it. And I'm sure there's some kind of video about bouncing back from that and training now for 2012, four years later. Right. If you want inspiration, I mean, that. How about with my sport, rowing? Type in Stephen Redgrave. Um, five, a lot of people don't know, but he's only one of four Olympians in the history of the Olympics to win five gold medals in five different Olympics. Um I think it was 19, I didn't get this right, 1984, I think, 1984, 88, 92, 96, and 2000. Um, and he rode for Great Britain, and he uh, he was knighted, Sir <laughs> Steve Redgrave. Um, five gold medals in five different Olympics. Uh, and I know we all talk about Phelps, and I know we all talk about... Um, Mark Spitz, and I know, you know, the swimmers who win all these medals, but to win an individual medal for over 20 years and make it a gold medal, talk about consistency. Yeah. I mean, talk about motivation. And there's a video of him I posted on my website, um, and it's just so incredible. Even if you're not a rower, if you're not an athlete, I mean, you can just watch that and get it. You know, I mean, it's just incredible. So, um you know, to type in stuff like that. I mean, Prefontaine, you can type in clips of him doing that. The, the, the last Rocky movie, you know, it was quotes of him, you know, getting you want, you get knocked down, you get back up, you know, and I mean, stuff like that can, that's not to sound cheesy, but that's kind of what I, what I kind of turn to in downtimes, like when I have a hard time, I turn to um, inspiring movies or, you know, and it could be about Seabiscuit. It could be about um, anything, really. I mean, just anything that can get you going. Um, and this this actually is a way of me trying to copy of what I got in college because we had uh, our college coaches sensed whenever we are low energy. And we had about, they could just sense it. And they would sit us down and talk to us before practice. They didn't have any written speech. 
didn't have anything. They just, they're like, okay, you know, I sense what's going on. Here's a, here's the task at hand. Here's what we need to do. And it was like a motivational speech, like, but unscripted. Just this is how I feel at the moment, and then it would get us going right there and then. And that's the difference between a, you know, a great coach and a good coach, someone who could sense what's going on. And, you know, not to go in with the Kings, but here's a good example of the Kings, right? I mean, Kings fired their coach, Terry Murray, middle of the year. They bring in Daryl Sutter. And he, if anyone's heard him speak, all you have to do is go on YouTube, type in Daryl Sutter speech, and you'll laugh because the guy has no speaking skills <laughs> at all. I mean, he, he looks like he's going to kill somebody. Like, he just looks kind of, like, off a little bit. And I, I kind of laugh because I know what he's thinking or what he's doing. He reminds me of my coach, my national team coach, actually, who's just like, no BS. Let's go, let's do this. And that's what he did. He got in there halfway through. Everyone's wondering what happened to the Kings. How are they, you know, they're underdogs. Well, that's one thing that happened was they brought in this coach. No patience, no nothing. I can see it. I could, Even when they were winning 5-6-1 to one at the end of the period, they panned to his face, and he was smiling. He was actually cussing still at the players going, you know, come on, this is BS, like, play your game, don't get overexcited, you know, we haven't won yet. Right. And that's, 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 that's professionalism, that's a serious coach, that's someone, you know, who's lighting a fire under your butt, so, you know, if you want motivation, it's all over the internet, um, you, you type in, like I said, I mean, my top ones are, are Prefontaine, Rocky, uh, LA, you know, you could do the LA Kings one from this year. Uh, what a, I mean, what a tear they went through. I mean, they just, that's, that's just total inspiration. That wasn't a fluke, you know. Um, and, I mean, to score six goals against Marty Berger in the final game against the Hall of Fame best goalie in the world, you know, Marty Victor, you know, I mean, it's, that's incredible. And that's not a fluke. You know, that just doesn't happen. Right. So that's hard work and determination. And um, and then, you know, with this with Lolo Jones coming back, that's another, you know, video you can watch. She fell on the hurdle, that was it, and now she's back, you know. And um, uh, she's back to get to get go for gold. And uh, and that's those are the kind of types of uh, motivational um, things you can just see right off right off hand. Um, yeah. With uh, get a, a, a few minutes left. Let's, let's, let's go over a couple questions. questions. Uh, one, one, one of the ones is uh, fatigue. Uh, you know, the, the question that I came across is something like, uh, you know, every time I start working out again, um, I get I get this thing where I'm I'm really fatigued, and it's just hard for me to get up each day or each whatever hop on hop that they say they went. It, it, it made it harder for them to uh, to get up and, and go back and do it again because when they work out, they'd, by the end of the day, they'd be extremely fatigued. Uh, that's something that they have to work through, right? Yeah, you have to work through that. So working out the pain or working through the pain. Um, a lot of people stop. It's a great question. It's a great thing to you know ask about. And yeah, I mean when you're when you work out and you haven't worked out for a while, your muscles are going what the heck. And it's like a firing up a car that hasn't been started for a year or two years, you know. It's not going to run properly. It may not even start. Um, 
you got to prime it. You got to tune it up. You, there's going to be some back work in it. You, you can't just like expect to be number one. Hey, I feel great when I go work out. No, you're going to be sore. And your body, though, recovers. So what happens when you work out, whether it's uh, endurance or strength, you actually get slight muscle tears in your muscles. And um, you actually are kind of uh, tearing down your body. But what happens is the recovery period when you sleep, that's when you get stronger. So when you rest, your body actually recovers and builds those muscles, the muscle tissues, and you get stronger. Um, and the soreness comes from, you know, lactic acid. I can go into it, but it's kind of complicated. But, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't, I shouldn't say this, but, you know, if you can, Advil should be your best friend um, in the beginning. Uh, just a few, you know, here and there. I've trained some people that, you know, if you can't take it, you know, do that. But also nutrition. I mean, if you eat more fruits and vegetables, your soreness will go down. So more greens, more fruits, more vegetables. If you eat processed foods, the soreness is going to go way up. High sugar, bread, all that stuff. And I've tested that this year, and it's totally true. I've actually put my Advil in the cabinet. I haven't touched it in months. Wow. And I'm doing the same workouts. So, and that's thanks to a lot of Juice Plus. Um, and you can get that, again, on my website, jnunjuiceplus.com. Um, and also, you know, they have a tower garden, uh, which you can order from there too, where you can grow your own fruits and vegetables. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's nutrition, rest, Advil, if you need it, uh, lots of water, um, stay away from high sugar, high carb, uh, processed foods, you'll be better off, but you got to work through it. You can't stop. If, you know, you, you got to push through. Imagine like it's like a... Uh, you're halfway through a, a mile race or something like that, and you want to stop, but it's right there. You know, and the finish is like just a little bit farther. Make sure you know, even though it hurts, you gotta push through. You know, no pain, no gain. So, and I can, I'll, I'll definitely um, contradict if anyone has an argument with that. I'll definitely go at them because there's no other way. You know, unless you're. I don't know, on a Percocet or something. <laughs> but you know, where does that where does that get you? You can't function, you know. So you gotta uh, you gotta feel that you gotta feel it, and that's kind of like being alive, you know. He, you know, my dad. That's how he he was a nut. He he loved pain. Being a bronze medalist in the Olympics, he's like, I actually I love pain. You know, he went into the doctor's office, dentist when he was fourteen. I had to get his tooth pulled, and the dentist was like, would you like some Novocaine? He goes, no. And I go, what made you What made you think at 14 when you got a tooth pulled, a root canal or something, that you did not want to get Novocaine? He's like, that's just how I was wired. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. You have to be crazy, you know? And he said, these are his words, he said, I wanted to feel like I was in a prison camp, like I was being tortured. And I was like, what? In your right mind, how do you know that stuff when you're 14? You know? And this was in the 50s, you know. He was like, what are, you, what are you thinking about? So, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> well, before, before we wrap, wrap up, uh, uh, one, one other uh, question, and uh, it kind of deals with you. I know you do, because you, you sent out a song of the day each, each day just about... Um, music uh, is part of your workout. I read an article years ago where they did actually did a study where they, uh, there were swimmers and they would play 
music of different different genres and different beats per minute during a workout, and they found out that when they had a certain type of music, it was optimum for their workout because it elevated their their blood pressure and kind of got them fired up and stuff like that. How important is it for people, especially people who work out alone, that don't don't work out in like a fitness facility that's playing music too? Probably. Put together a, a uh, music list and put it on an MP3 or, or some kind of headphone things and work out with music. Oh yeah, I mean it's hundred um, percent. Every single coach I've had, even though they're the Daryl Sutter type, the hardcore, um, you know, Mike Katie type, who is, you know, my um, my national team coach uh, in rowing. Um, also, uh, my sculling coach, Korsnowski, who is from Poland, he grew up in communist Poland, you know, every one of them has said, yes, music, you know, of course. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, you, you have to have music to work out to and to get yourself pumped up and whatever it takes, you know, to be your best. And I know during events and during competition, you can't have the music, but at that point you're in the zone. But when you're training, you definitely should have you know, that, that whatever music you like, whatever gets you going, really. Um, and for me, it's tending to be, it's kind of, it goes in cycles. Uh, you know, if I were to choose one, I know people are shocked if I see this, but if I had to choose one genre of music that I could listen to for the rest of my life, it would actually be rock. It would be Pearl Jam or Stone Temple Pilots, something I can um, sing to and follow to and just, you know, get those moments going yeah. where I was growing up. However, to work out to doesn't quite work the same. So I generally get higher beats per minute, more electronic music, which is main, becoming more mainstream now. Um, a lot of the younger generations listening to it. A lot of Europe, it came from Europe. Um, but also, uh, you know, hip hop, you know, I used to listen to more. But, you know, anything that really is mainstream, it kind of, you know, gets the beat going and, you know, some people it's jazz, you know, some people it's country, but I mean, I, I generally, uh, I was in Texas though. And I have to say, I turned on the XM, XM radio and there it was electronic music in Texas, in Dallas on their station. I was like, okay, all right, you guys are on it. So, and, um, they weren't listening to country. They weren't listening to rock. They were listening to electronic music in Dallas, Texas. So that was one thing, but, Another thing, uh, not to go off, but I have two movies that people should watch, uh, two very powerful movies that are not mainstream. And one is Touching the Void. It's actually about two guys climbing um, a mountain um, in Argentina. I'm not going to give away the whole story, but it's a low, it's like a documentary, uh-huh. uh, kind of low-budget film. It's called Touching the Void. Uh-huh. And that, if you watch that, you, that's just life awe-inspiring it's just about well that's the title touching the void keeping going in life no matter how hard it gets and these guys had it real hard um and then it's based on a true story it's totally true story and uh it's about two mountain climbers and you can guess probably what happens but you know i'm not going to give it away but um and it's, it's just an amazing movie i'll see it over and over again the other one is called The Flying Dutchman, and it's about a cyclist um, back in the, I think I believe in the 80s, 90s, um, who was a velodrome cyclist from um, the Netherlands or something like that, and he 
uh, kind of pioneered new ways of riding cycling and uh and it was it was very inspiring as well um because he came from nothing and he built a bike out of a washing machine <laughs> basically i mean that's you know take it to the limit but he put he took parts from a washing machine and built himself a bike or something anyways i watched the movie a couple times and it's it's very uh inspiring that's also based on a true story as well and um that's a very uh, inspiring um, movie yeah, as well. You know, take a look at Lance Armstrong quotes, Lance Armstrong um, clips of him. Right. Read his book. Uh, it's not about the bike. It's about my journey back, you know, to life. And, and you know, going through cancer, three types, uh, brain, testicular, lung, and then going on to win seven Tour de France. Wow. So, you know, That's I mean, cool. just... That's stuff. Yeah. Excellent, Jack. Um, every, every week, uh, Tuesday, right here, four o'clock, Power Fitness with Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack the, uh, the website again? Yeah. Uh, well, my website, powerhealthfit.com. Um, and then there's a link on the bottom of that homepage to go right to the Juice Plus if you want to get your fruits and vegetables. Easy, easy way to do it. But if you have any questions, you can always email me at powerhousefit at gmail.com. And then I'm also on Facebook, Powerhouse Fitness on Facebook, and also Twitter. Um, I'm surging on my Twitter. I have almost 2,000 followers, so let's keep it going and, and do that. And then also the Tower Garden as well. Uh, the Juice Plus sites are jnunjuiceplus.com, and then jnun.towergarden.com is where you can get your fruits and vegetables. You can grow your own brand-new uh, Tower Garden out there. So if you have any questions, uh, email me at Powerhouse it at gmail.com and I can answer all your questions there as well. I'm totally open to email. So. Absolutely. And if you, you miss an episode of Power Fitness with Jack Knight, you can find an archive on TalkStoryRadio.net. Until next week, we'll see you again. Have a great, safe, and fun week. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks everybody.